You're listening to this podcast is for women, episode number 73, The Soft Life in Five Easy Feminine Energy Steps. I am your host, Adrienne Everhart. If you are new to my podcast, thank you so much for stopping by. I am a feminine energy therapist and I've been working as a coach to help women in their relationships primarily have really the best, most wonderful life they can possibly create while aligning and balancing with their feminine energy and also their masculine energy. If you're new, take a moment, hit the subscribe button or follow me. And if you already enjoy my podcast, make sure to rate or review. It means so much to me and it also helps other women find my podcast and discover my work. So let's talk a little bit about the soft life. This is actually a YouTube video replay that I recorded just this past week and I thought it would make an amazing podcast episode because the soft life isn't something that I have used that term too often. I used it more in the early days of my work, but for me, the soft life is about how life just gets easier and better when you're in alignment with your feminine energy. So you can either watch the video, I'll have the link below, or you can listen right here with me. And I'm going to guide you through five steps that if you can just learn these five steps, you're going to see a huge transformation in your life and your relationship, and especially with how you feel. I'm going to review those really quickly for you. The first one is nothing positive is gained through force. Bless my wonderful YouTube audience. I received a few replies saying, look, I forced myself to go to the gym. And I forced myself to get through all these things. What do you mean nothing positive is gained through force? And even though I used examples where it was about forcing and controlling another person, there may be some misunderstanding that it's about you, that sometimes you don't have to really find some inner strength and just get through something. So I want you to understand the word force how that word feels versus encouraging, supporting, motivating myself, because it isn't about forcing yourself to get to the gym. It's not about forcing yourself to make it through some uncomfortable situation. Although, let me tell you, sometimes in life, that's going to happen. This is a way of life. This is a way of being. When I refer to step number one, which is nothing positive is gained through force, this is mostly about how we force other people, events, or things to conform to our ideal perspective. Mine personally is perfectionism. I have a very particular viewpoint or outlook on something. And when it's not in alignment with that, I start making tweaks and adjustments. And what I'm really doing is forcing a person or event outside of me to be the way I need it to be. In the podcast episode or in the YouTube video, you'll be able to hear more examples about that. That's step number one. Number two is, how does it feel? Does it feel good? And in air quotes, does it feel bad? Or does it feel neutral? I go in depth on the feeling of neutral and how when you've been on a roller coaster and things have been high and low and high and low, neutral can feel really boring and like something is really wrong. Really though, (laughs) the soft life is primarily a neutral feeling. You'll still feel good. You'll still feel bad. 
but you'll be at this really steady, stable place where you're enjoying yourself and things are flowing very effortlessly. Now to some of you, that might sound a little scary. I know it did to me at first. I had a very good friend many years ago say, when you're in a good relationship, it feels a little boring. And that's a message I still teach today is that boring feels boring because you've been on a roller coaster. So if you're at the amusement park and you get off the roller coaster, you're like, wow, welcome back to real life. We just walk around. Now (laughs) we're not being dropped 100 feet. No, you're in a place of neutrality. You're in a place that might feel boring. I get you to just recognize what that feels like. So hang with me and just see if you can't experiment with what that feeling might be like and make friends with it. Number three, I get your inner boy to think and plan ahead. Feminine energy for me is very much focused about how I'm feeling, but we don't want to lean too far into just how you're feeling. We also have to stay in touch with thinking and planning ahead. I have a class that's coming up in my I Heart Love Academy on Groundhog's Day, which is really about repeating the same patterns over and over and over again. You realize you're feeling not so great. (laughs) You're feeling like you're on repeat. And my work is about balancing also your masculine energy and when you want to rev up and use your inner boy to think and plan ahead so that your life is more efficient and you're getting more of that feel-good quality time with yourself, with people you love, and with life in general. I'll go deeper into that, of course, in that class. But in this episode, I give you a good idea of how to use your inner boy. Your inner boy, however, in the relationship, that's where we usually have a problem because you're competing with another masculine energy source. Number four, stop to smell the roses. Take a minute for yourself. I talk about a book I read more than 25 years ago where you just pause for a minute And give yourself some time to process and be free of that knee-jerk instant outcome or result, which is so often masculine energy. Number five, my favorite of all time, which is no drama. I teach you about the drama triangle. I'll have the link to that below. And how I live my life as much as I can drama-free. It doesn't mean that I don't occasionally get a little bite of some bait and find myself caught up in drama, and I quickly start backpedaling about how can I get myself out of this drama. I do believe if you start with these five tips and you can begin to use them in your life and find ways where you can prepare yourself or plan on utilizing these tips, your life will get easier. Your relationship will feel more smooth and it will become effortless. And that's what we're going for. I'm not saying relationships don't take work and we're not all human. We're going to mess up. We're going to say and do things that are not in alignment with our higher selves. But overall, if you follow these five steps, you're going to have a big improvement in your life. So I'm going to pause real quick for an ad. And then I hope you enjoy this podcast episode about the soft life. And remember, you can also watch the live stream video. Talk to you later. Enjoy the show. Hi, Diamond Girls, Adrienne Everhart here. Today, I'm going to talk about how to live your soft life, your feminine energy-based life. I'm going to talk about what it means to live a soft life, what it means to live in a place where your feminine energy grounds you 
And it's really what carries you through the day, through the moment, and creates your world in your life, your environment, with your relationship with your partner, with your job, with your kids, with your friends, how we want to bring softness into our life. Now, there are a lot of videos out there about creating a soft life and what goes into those details, but I'm actually going to break it down into five very easy to follow steps for you. Originally, it was three, but I went with five because there were just a few more things I wanted to share with you that are going to make a massive change in how you feel grounded on this planet, how you're living your best life, how you're being your most authentic and feminine and feeling good, because that's what we really want to focus on is feeling. So without much ado, hello to everyone. This is a live stream. Feel free to say hello in the comments. And if you're new to my channel, please do take a moment and hit that subscribe button that supports my channel. Let's me know I'm doing a good job. So these are some tools that I've been teaching for a good long while. I am a feminine energy therapist. I help women get realigned with their natural feminine energy so that they can have a very balanced and healthy relationship with their partner. That is always my main focus. But I also say this work begins and ends with how you feel. That is the basis of my work. So I love that it helps people repair marriages. You get your ex back. You have a much happier life. You're dating. You're attracting high quality men. I love that it does all of that. That is the magic of this. But ultimately, this is about how you feel is where it starts and where it ends. So let's start off with my first tip about how to live your truly most soft life. I'm gonna make this very easy for you and you're gonna walk away, I promise, at the end of this video, especially with tip number five, at the end of this video, you are going to walk away with some knowledge, not just what, but how. I don't give you just the what and tell you, you know, here's, here's all the beautiful things that create a soft life. I'm going to tell you how to do this. So take out your notepad, make notes, feel free to comment below and in the live stream, especially comment. We'll be taking questions at the end about anything you want to talk about. So make sure you just stick around for the end if you are, especially if you want to participate in Q&A. So here's my first very important feminine energy tool, which is nothing positive is gained through force. If you have to force anything or anyone it will not be positive. If you have to force yourself to do something, it's not going to work. You're not going to have a good result. If you have to force a child to do something, it might work in the moment, but long-term, it is not going to work. If you have to force an animal to do something, there's no such thing. The animal will resist and pull against you. The first rule of feminine energy is you do not force anything. Nothing positive is gained through force. So what can you do? Force is something you use in a life or death matter. That's when you would want to resort to force. But in your day-to-day -day life, notice how often you're actually really forcing outcomes and forcing very particular outcomes and maybe manipulating people or turning a few screws or dials to make an outcome happen. So here is what you want to take away from this. You want to be able to request 
what it is that you desire. You want to be able to request it. So imagine telling your teenage kid, get up off your butt, go clean your room right now. That might be a perfectly okay thing to say. Or if you don't get up and do this right now, I'm going to do this. If you don't do X, I will do Y. Those are all pretty reasonable things to say that many parents would say to their kids or even to your husband. If you don't start helping me clean up around here, if you don't do this, it will have some sort of consequence or you're putting them in some sort of situation where you're forcing. Now, again, I'm not saying this might not have its time and place in your life, but I want you to experiment with requesting and a request works like this. It's where you appeal to that person's needs and you also state your needs in the form of a request, such as it feels so good to have a nice clean house. I feel as your parent, it's very important to teach you how to be tidy and keep your room clean. What do you say? We go at this together, find out where there's a problem. How about we work together and make this happen? What do you say? Can you meet me halfway? What do you say? Can we do this together? You're making this in the form of request. Now that may not be the most perfect example, but I want you to begin to put that up here. Use your own magic with it as a powerful dynamite woman and see if you can begin to make a request instead of doing anything that forces. All right. So moving on to the next one, this one is a huge one in my work with feminine energy. I've helped transformed so many women's lives and marriages and relationships and made everything so much juicier and richer and better. And it's based on this sentence I'm about to say, whether you're at work, whether you're with your partner, whether you're out in the dating world, whether you're with your girlfriends or your parents, there is a feminine energy. There is a masculine energy. There's also a neutral energy. Now, what I want you to get in alignment with, the takeaway from this is, does it feel good? Does it feel bad? Or does it feel neutral? So instead of saying, am I being feminine? Is this masculine? Am I in my masculine energy right now? I want you to be able to just pause and check in with yourself about, does this feel good? Does it feel bad? And by bad, I mean uncomfortable. You're feeling resistance you're feeling different urges or impulses, you're getting adrenaline pumping through your body. What are you feeling, good, bad, or neutral? So a lot of us, once you get into a good relationship with a guy, for example, you pick up that it's feeling kind of neutral. It's not feeling like, woo, way up here, and it's also not feeling really bad. And a lot of that is the result of years of being on a roller coaster going from it feels so amazing to he has not called me in five days or two weeks. And then when he does reach out, you get this surge in dopamine and it feels amazing. So as you are creating this soft life, what we're doing is we're eliminating a lot of the highs and lows. You're actually getting to a neutral place. Now, here's the thing. If you go and look at anybody else's video about the soft life, it always contains beige colors, neutral colors, very neutral things, very slow, still looking images of yoga and candles and hot tea. And while all of those things are definitely on the softer side, you're not in a rushed or moving forward energy. 
really softness to me is about the absence of highs and lows. So neutral can feel very good. And it's not that your entire life needs to feel neutral. I want you to begin to identify with what neutral feels like. What am I feeling in my body? Good, bad, this is just feeling neutral to me. So the more we can get you in alignment without those highs and lows, and you can become aware of those, that's going to be a big game changer in creating a soft life. Now, the next thing is not all of life is going to feel good. Soft life, you might have a huge pile of laundry. You might have three kids running around the house. You have a mortgage that needs to be paid. You might have to work two jobs. You might have incredible amounts of stress, not be able to sleep and have lots of things going on. And quite frankly, you can't be sipping tea and living a soft life and avoiding all this resistance. So understand that part of life isn't going to feel comfortable. We all want to scrub our brains clean. We all want to have this experience where we're feeling good all the time. And we, all we have to do is pick up our phones, scroll a little bit, and we start getting boosts of dopamine or have a glass of wine. But there are so many other healthier ways to feel good. But there's also a time for things to feel uncomfortable. If you do have a huge pile of laundry, if you do have lots of kids running around the house, if you are feeling stressed, how can you possibly have a soft life during those times? Here's how. Identify that that is actually part of your process. It's part of the process of becoming soft, which is, I am feeling this. I am experiencing this. And you're going to choose to think about what you can do better in your life or how you can improve or just set a timer, get through this or decide today is going to be all about laundry. How am I going to reward myself at the end of the day? The goal isn't to erase or take away anything that might feel bad. It's about feeling good in the moment with the decision that you're making currently. So as I tell my husband, if I clean a toilet, I clean a toilet better than anyone else there is. If I'm sweeping a floor, I sweep it better than anyone. Whatever I'm doing, I'm aiming to do my very best at it. Not so much perfectionism, but my version of the very best. To me, that is a soft life. Even if I have a mountain of work, I break it into smaller pieces and I make sure that I'm able to reward myself at the end of the day or at the end of a task. Now, I'll tell you, one of the tasks that I, there are many tasks I don't like to do. And one thing that I do is I set a timer and I just give myself 20 minutes to only get through that task because you've all heard of that law about it always takes as long as you say it will take. If you give yourself three days to do something, it will take that long, if maybe not longer. So why not go ahead and set a timer on some more uncomfortable things and see if you can't begin to look at this and feel about this a different way. Like, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. I'm having to fold all this laundry, but what can I do to make it feel better for me? Can I watch, can I stream my favorite television show? Can I listen to a book on tape? What can I do or book on audio? What can I do to, to make this feel better for me, even though it's going to be uncomfortable? Okay. So this next one, and I'm almost at the end here, this next one is so, so important. And that is feminine energy 
and masculine energy, feminine energy is about receiving, masculine energy is about pursuing and moving forward. So when you think of that in terms of a relationship, it's very easy. When you think of it in terms of breaking down your life into a feminine receiving place, how does that work in terms of, I don't know, you being a single parent? Are you having to get to work on time? Or you want to lose 20 pounds? So you're having some uncomfortable feelings. You're having things that you know are going to be uncomfortable. So how do you encapsulate a soft life around all of those? If you are watching this video, there's a very good chance you are a powerful dynamite woman. And powerful dynamite women are incredibly strong in masculine energy, which can make us very smart, very forward thinking, and very action oriented. This is where I want you to employ your inner boy to step into your life and help you think ahead. I cannot count the number of times in a day where I could just do something so much more efficiently or have more free time if I just pause for a moment and think ahead. I read a book about 25 years ago called A Minute for Myself. It's either a minute for myself or a minute to myself. And it is all about pausing for a full minute. And if you can, don't think about anything. But if you need to, take a whole minute to just take a break and tell your brain, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to think something new. I'm going to find a new way around this. Or I want to feel better about this. Give me some ideas. And what you're doing is you're really training yourself to be in this soft feminine place of receiving, whether it's a download from God or it's your brain just doing its job. You will be in a receiving place instead of, I have to solve this now, knee-jerk reaction. So if you have been brought up like most of us, which is action gets results, be fast on your feet and things like this, that's a masculine world. And a lot of women don't do so great in that world because we're not wired that way. And a lot of us do great in that world, but we lose our feminine side. So this is about pausing and learning how to reactivate and retrain your brain to pause. You start by taking a minute to yourself before you tackle that big long to-do list. Just take a whole minute. And what you're doing is you're giving your brain space to feel and be no pressure and it will radically change how your mind begins to work. You will start noticing that your brain offers you results and answers, whether they, again, are downloads from God or they are coming from a very intuitive, no, all-knowing place that you do have inside of you. Absolutely. We've all had that happen to us where we get a great idea out of thin air. We're not even working on it. So that is employing your back burner. And the more you practice this, the better you will get at having a back burner. Now, I will tell you sometimes, even before I go to bed, I've got a problem. It could be something with my husband or something that I'm experiencing, I'm going through. And I will tell myself, you know, I want to figure this out. I want to solve this. So instead of tossing and turning in bed, I'm going to put it on my back burner and I'm going to have this figured out by one o'clock tomorrow. And surprisingly, when that time rolls around or sometimes even in my sleep, I will wake up and the problem will be completely diffused and much softer. That is your soft life. I'm not stressing. 
I'm not anxious. I'm not in do it, fix it mode. I'm allowing my body and the wisdom of my feminine energy body to just have a minute to pause. And I begin to relax about that. And so your brain, it really isn't as forceful and depending on we have to do everything so quickly and immediately. You're retraining your brain out of that survival mode that so many of you have been in for years. And not only are we in survival mode, we're actually taught it's a good place to be. And it's just not true. If you want a soft life, you've got to get out of survival mode. You got to take a minute for yourself. If that book is still in print anywhere, I highly recommend checking it out. Now, the next one is stop and smell the roses. Stop to pet the cat. Stop to feed the birds. Stop to look at something and notice and be aware. Feminine energy is all about that pause and pleasure. You must begin to train yourself to pause and see this life that you're actually experiencing and find it beautiful and find it pleasurable and rewarding and wonderful to touch and sense and feel. So for all of my coffee lovers out there, first thing in the morning, you take that first sip of coffee and it's just like, oh, this is so good, right? You dip your toe in the swimming pool or the bubble bath. Oh, this feels so amazing. So I want you to take some of that and put it into your everyday life. I'll tell you one of my favorite things. When I go to lift weights, there's a certain burn I begin to feel after a couple of reps. At first, that burn was a little uncomfortable, but now I look forward to it. And I go, oh, there's that feeling, that heat in my body I am producing. Whether I'm tearing muscle fibers and I'm, I'm upping my protein and I'm building more muscle, I'm having this physical sensation, this experience. Or if I'm running around doing stuff and my cat looks up at me and wants a little pet, pet your cat. You're instantly going to start getting some feel-good uh, dopamine, serotonin, GABA, things like this that that have you feeling good and grounded. And lady, that is what you are here to do in life. You are also here to survive life, but a big part of your survival is feeling good, feeling grounded, feeling pleasurable. So take a moment, stop to smell the roses, pet the kitty, pet the dog, talk to the neighbor, wave to the friend, let someone out in traffic in front of you, tap your heart, send someone love, take a moment to do all of these things, okay? So if my video is helping you so far, please, please take a moment and give this video a thumbs up. It means so much to me to know that I'm helping you and that I'm able to influence you positively with these. So here is the last point I want to make. And it's real simple. It's a very, very simple uh, concept. And that is, I don't do drama. I don't do drama. Now, if you've taken any of my courses, I have a lot of online courses you can take. I have something called a VIP library. And in that, I instruct you on the drama triangle. Now, you can also Google the drama triangle. It's a Cartman triangle. It was created, I think, in 1973, where when you don't do drama, you're part of this triangle when you're doing drama. You are either persecuting someone, you're rescuing them, or you are being a victim. So there's three sides, victim, persecutor, or rescuer. If you want to have a drama-free life, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your employees, your employer, your husband, whoever, 
uh, don't persecute anyone. Don't be a victim. And instead of taking these routes to solve problems and rescuing someone, a lot of parents are into rescuing. And, and I get it. That's part of the deal with your children sometimes. But as adults, how often are you doing something for someone to rescue them? You will get caught up in drama. Think about the last argument you had with someone. Think about the last time you began to feel uncomfortable in a situation. Someone began to be a victim. Someone said, how could you do this to me? How can you say this to me? Or you begin to say, I can't believe you're saying or doing this to me. This is awful. You're ruining my life. You're, you're, you became this victim place instead of acceptance. So when you step out of that drama triangle, you can truly get back into your soft life which is going to be a life aware. It's this plain and simple. I don't do drama. I don't do drama. Now, is it always easy <laughs> to not do drama? No, we will often take the bait. But this is where it goes back to, I'm going to start being aware of how I'm feeling in a moment. It is all about your awareness and what you're feeling and deciding different ways of speaking and doing. And I teach you all of that. I have so many self-study courses. I have 500 ways to talk to a man. I teach you all about finding what you feel in your body and using this vocabulary and this brain and this mouth to speak in ways that it's going to not only transform your relationship, it's going to transform you. All right. So those are my tips on how to live your soft life. I've seen lots of questions pop up. I'm going to take them one at a time here. Hello to everyone. Lots of people. Sarah says she misses my long hair. A girl, I do too. But sometimes you just got to give yourself something new. It's still pretty long, lady. Look. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. Hi from Belize. I get what you're saying. There's a time to stand firm. Yes. And a, a big part of this is being able to, that serenity prayer what I can control, what I cannot control, the wisdom to know the difference. There's so much feminine energy wisdom around us if we look for it. And Al says, Adrian, I feel my feminine energy is giving the wrong results to my love life. I followed your advice, but I don't think it's working. You are going to have to be more specific with me. I'm happy to help you. Just be more specific. Give me one example. There's a good chance you might be using your feeling statements uh, in the form of if i feel this and i say this to you you should do something so just try and come up with an example before we go i think a lot of people will be interested <laughs> okay uh cherry says i have my man back brava but how do i get him to compliment and chase me more than i have so this goes back to that neutral statement which is I, now I will tell you, my husband is always pursuing me, always pursuing me to the point that I'm like, give me a little space, right? So it can go, it can go a lot of different ways, but I want you to maybe get used to that neutral feeling that right now we're just in this place where it feels good or are your needs not getting met? Are you not getting enough dates? Are you not getting enough quality time together? to which you would want to revisit the terms and agreements or terms and conditions. And I talk about that in the ABCs. I talk about that in the FEM tools for dating courses. And I'm sure I have some videos out here about the terms and conditions. 
Let's see, Danielle, I'm trying to work on the need to solve a problem instantly slowing down when triggered. It's easier to be in slow feminine energy when you're happy. All right. So keep up the good work with that. Slowing down when you're triggered absolutely is something that you have to begin negotiating with your brain and your central nervous system because we are animals and it is our nature to respond to something instantly and react. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, just the other day I was sharing with my husband that anxiety is not a bad thing. It is a very good thing. It tells you what is feeling good, what is not feeling good. It tells you if you are in the future or if you in the past or if you're right here right now. Anxiety is a great motivator. So it is all how you begin to reframe and look at these feelings as either good or bad. And you notice even earlier, I said, does it feel good? Does it feel bad or does it feel neutral? So bad means I'm just feeling some discomfort. It doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It's all in how you're framing it and you're able to look at it. Now, last video before this one, the last live stream before this one, I went over uh, bridge thoughts or bridge thinking. Make sure you check out that video. I will link it below. Let's see here. Uh, she says, yes, my people, she's spreading love. Give her the thumbs up. Well, thank you, Sula. Please do give me the thumbs up and subscribe. I really appreciate that. Here's one more little bit of praise. Thank you. I'm happy to be part of your life and be a good teacher. Oh, here's a great question. How do I respond softly while having boundaries when someone messages you after a month? So my first question to you is, how do you feel? So it's been a whole month since I've heard from you. What are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling a little surprised. I'm just going to tell you what I would feel. I'm feeling really surprised to hear from you. That's pretty soft. It's not harsh. The boundary. Do you want that person to keep messaging you? Do you want them to be part of your life? Do you want to start dating again? Do you want to give it another try? You know, what are you feeling? So find what you're feeling and learn to speak the words from there. Um, she has one more question here. What to say when you're dating and desiring marriage, but you're not coming on too strong? How to say how to stay high value while having him pursue me? Well, you stay high value by knowing your value and by living your life in a way that is in alignment with high value. The minute you dip down and begin to do things that don't feel good or don't feel right, when you pay attention to that, that's when you begin to feel that altered sense of value. Now, when you're dating and you're desiring marriage, it's this easy. And I talk about this in 500 Ways to Talk to a Man, that book and course, it's on my website, which is, where do you see us going, number one, or I really want to be a wife one day. Where do you see this going? I'm just curious. Or yeah, I do want to be a wife one day. And just putting it out there and letting him know. You also have to have a time limit for yourself. You have to set a time limit where this has felt wonderful dating you and getting to know you. And it's awesome. But I really want to be a wife one day. And I don't want to put any pressure on you or our relationship. But I'm going to be keeping my options open. I do want to be a wife one day. What can I say? Now expect for the guy to throw up a little tantrum about that. But all you have to do is just keep 
standing strong in your energy, which is, yeah, I understand how you feel. But what can I say? I don't want to put pressure on you, but I do want to be a wife. And uh, go deeper in that. Make sure you have 500 ways. If you can, I also have an online coaching group. will help a little bit more with that because it's nuanced. All right. And Elle says, I love being feminine. But for example, when I tell my ex, I didn't want a relationship with me. Okay, I'm sad. Yeah, I'll move on. She, he did, who didn't want a relationship with her. She said, I'm sad, yet I'll move on. He never contacted me again. When I open up with a man, I am disappointed. Well, of course you're disappointed because you wanted him to reach out to you and you're hoping by saying X, he would do Y, you see. So the whole point of I'm sad, but I'm going to be moving on, that is acceptance. That is I am accepting news. Someone feels something about me. I am accepting the finality of this. I'm putting my shoulders back. I'm holding my head up high. I accept your no. It's not how I feel. Let the record show. It's not how I feel. It is not to get someone to do something. So for any of you that are using your feeling statements to make a specific outcome, it's going to turn into a pumpkin at midnight. Go see rule number one, which is nothing positive is gained through force. In fact, I really believe this will muddle a woman's energy and get her into this place of like, I'm using my words to manipulate you. And quite frankly, this is a story as old as time itself. Women are having to survive based on being nice to a man. And so we learned how to be very, very good at manipulating men to get what we needed. It's we came by it very honestly. It was for our survival. There's still women on this planet having to be nice to men for survival. So if you're in a situation where it is not based on your survival, begin to practice acceptance of how the situation is really happening and, and own up to that. All right. Hannah is saying, how do I get out of my head? <laughs> well, that's a wonderful question, Hannah. I wish you'd elaborate that a little bit. She's feeling kind of numb and she's in her head. One of the best tools I suggest for women is touching objects and looking at objects, smelling objects, sensing objects, sensing your world. For example, I have this beautiful little heart I keep by my desk. And if I were to touch it, how does it feel to me? So you can't not be in your body, even if your thumb is numb you're still getting some sort of sensation, you see. Or, or how does this seat look to me? It's glistening. It's shiny. How does it feel? It feels kind of slick and rough. How does it smell? Uh, doesn't really smell like, smells maybe a little bit like earth. So now I'm getting into my body. And that's one of the best things you can do. It's a grounding exercise. They teach it. Uh, a lot of therapists teach it. Uh, for people who suffer from anxiety or post-traumatic stress disorder or dissociative disorders, where you name things in your environment. I am here now in this. Again, it's a practice. If you're feeling numb and in your head, it, you have gotten there for survival and your brain says, hey, this works. We're here. This works. We're, we're not, we don't feel that great, but it works. And until you get out of that loop, you begin to, uh, you can begin to retrain yourself back into your body. Okay. And also Hannah, 
get a good therapist, get a somatic therapist. So somatic therapy is all about feeling and sensations and experiences. Um, the author's name is, is, is leaving my mind right now. Um, but I will link it below, but he has an entire book collection about somatic, um, finding what you feel. And I'll link those below at the end of the video when my brain starts working again. All right. I don't think I have any other um, questions. Peter Levine. Carrie, thank you. Yes. Peter Levine is the author you want to Google. If any of you want to study more about somatic uh, therapies, but also find a good somatic therapist. You'll be in there and you'll feel like you're not even doing anything, but you're doing work. And um, I'm also teaching you a type of somatic therapy, which is observing Remember, observation is the highest form of human intelligence. I didn't say that. Someone else did. I can't remember his name either right now. Corey, maybe you can help us out. <laughs> but observing is the, the strongest thing you can have. All right. NL got back to me and then I'm going to sign off. She says, uh, he's taken me for granted because I expressed that I'm sad. He got validation and moved on. Other times I just express with all the best of you, et cetera, without saying how I feel. Okay, so I want you to know you're not alone. My husband does this to me too. I will sometimes be holding on to some feeling I'm feeling and it's bedtime, we're getting ready for bed. This happened not too long ago. And I said, you know, I just keep feeling so much anxiety when I start getting ready for bed. And you know what he said to me? He said, okay. I mean, what a Chad moment, right? Okay. And I just really felt like, how, how dare you? I'm so important here. Can't you see that? Can't you see how important I am? He's not being his best. It would only take one minute for him to be, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Right? It just takes a second. But men just don't always work this way. And the best thing you can do instead of correct them or school them or coach them or teach you how to do it is to go into what you feel. So what did I do? He said, okay. And I went, and he was like, what, what, what is it? I said, well, I'm just feeling anxiety. Maybe I just need a hug. You'll get him back just like that. And if you don't, he's a man, he's throwing your feelings out the window. And that's part of the deal. Sometimes humans are not perfect. They're going to toss our feelings out the window sometimes, but most of the time, we want them to be there. And we, as we are too. Hey, I love you so much too. Thank you very much for that. I needed to hear that. Thank you so much. All right. Um, oh my gosh. I love these. Super nifty, Susie. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution. You're very sweet. Can I be engaged this year? Yes, you can. Uh, I don't know how many of you might have New Man Manifesto, but New Man Manifesto, I get you to actually set a date, you set your affirmations, you get very clear about what you want in life and why in that relationship and why and how it will feel. Okay. So I'm going to close out from here. Um, you guys have all said some, I mean, really great stuff. 
more stuff is popping up in the scroll, but I've got to run. But hey, if you want to continue having a conversation with me, uh, depending on what year you're watching this video in, I have an online coaching group. It is a private group. It's not on Facebook. I have my own app and you can join that and come hang out with me. I'm in there every week and I have five other coaches. We teach classes. It's the best deal on the internet. And we have a whole library of classes that you can uh, enjoy as well. So let's say you're working through a specific course of mine, like New Man Manifesto. Well, you can be in there every week uh, asking myself and my coaches questions about that process, or if you're in a getting back situation, or if you need help with your marriage, or you just want to join for a month or two and just kind of enjoy the classes and get some feedback. It's a great place to be. You always have someone to talk to 24-7. We're in there. <laughs> All right, everyone. Please do take a moment to like my video. It says I only have four thumbs up. How is that possible? Well, to the four of you who did, thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, share this video with a girlfriend or someone that you uh, think needs a little help and advice. Tune into my podcast and all the links will be below. And I'm sending you ladies lots of love and encouragement onto your soft life. All right. I look forward to hearing from you below in the comments. Thanks for joining me today. Lots of love. Bye-bye. <laughs>